0: I'm only human after all And you're only human After all, don't put the blame on me. Welcome to First Formation, a spiritual exercise for high church lowlifes looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join us every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. Her praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt her name forever. I sought the Lord, and she answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to her and be radiant, so your faces shall never be ashamed. This poor soul cried and was heard by the Lord and was saved from many trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear her, and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good, happy are those who take refuge in her. O fear the Lord, you holy ones, for those who fear her have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me, I'll teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and their ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against the evildoers, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord rescues them from all. He keeps; She keeps all their bones. Not one of them will be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of her servants. None of those who take refuge in her will be condemned. Amos Chapter 9, verses 5 through 15. The Lord, God of hosts, he who touches the earth and it melts, and all who live in it mourn, and all of it rises like the Nile, and sinks again like the Nile of Egypt, who builds his upper chambers in the heavens and founds his vault upon the earth, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out upon the surface of the earth, the Lord is his name. Are you not like the Ethiopians to me, O people of Israel? says the Lord. Did I not bring Israel up from the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from Kaphtor, and the Arameans from Kur? The eyes of the Lord God are upon the sinful kingdom, and I will destroy it from the face of the earth, except that I will not utterly destroy the house of Jacob, says the Lord. For lo, I will command and shake the house of Israel among all the nations, as one shakes with a sieve, but no pebble shall fall to the ground. All the sinners of my people shall die by the sword, who say, evil shall not overtake or meet us on that day i will raise up the booth of david that has fallen and repair its breaches and raise up its ruins and rebuild it as in the days of old in order that they may possess the remnant of edom and all the nations who are called by my name says the lord who does this the time is surely coming says the lord when the one who plows shall overtake the one who reaps and the treader of grapes the one who sows the seed The mountains shall drip sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel, and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine, and they shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them upon their land, and they shall never be plucked up again. Out of the land that I have given them, says the Lord your God. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 through chapter 4, verse 1. Beloved, do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us, then, who are mature be of the same mind. If you think differently about anything, this too God will reveal to you. Only let us hold fast what we have attained. Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction, their God is the belly, and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven. And it is from there that we are expecting a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation, that it may be conformed to the body of His glory, by the power that also enables Him to make all things subject to Himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. Good morning, and welcome to the 20th Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac, broadcasting from Ionsville, Maryland. This morning's readings are from Psalm 34, Amos 9, and finally Philippians 3 and a tiny bit of 4. And they were a nice long reading, not only the Psalm, but also from Amos, uh, and they were kind of uh, similar. I wanted to point out that in Philippians, which is Paul's letter to veterans, uh, as Philippi was a city um, that was populated very heavily by um, veterans of the, the last war of the Republic uh, between Octavian uh, and, um, um, and Brutus, Brutus Cassius, who, um, you know, from A2 Brutus. <clears throat> um, and they were retired there in 43. Uh, B.C. and then another group was retired there as well. Just twenty years later, right before, you know, the the common era or the years uh, after after death, A.D. Anno Domini, year of the Lord. Um, and one word in particular, I am using daily lectio because uh, my usual reader isn't working, um, but I am not sure I say it because I don't know what specific verse it is. But Paul says, "Our citizenship is in heaven." Um, and citizenship is this word politeia. Um, and I only know this because I recently did uh, a video series with the work of the people on um, being reborn on the 4th of July, where I looked at um, Acts 22, where Paul pulls you know the citizenship card to get out of um, something. And um, he's under trial, and the Roman military commander that was acting as judge said, how do you get the citizenship? I had to pay a great sum of money for this. And Paul says very simply, well, I was born. I was born into this citizenship. And politeia is sometimes uh, translated freedom rather than citizenship. Um, And politeia, uh, the polis uh, in, in Greek was whatever community that was governing itself. And politeia uh, evokes this membership in this polis, you know, grouping of uh, uh, of this polis, this city. So citizenship, um, politeia uh, is also translated uh, sometimes as freedom, both in Acts 22 and, and in Ephesians. Translators seem to just kind of choose one or the other, whichever suits them. Um, and uh, it's good news that Paul is a Roman citizen because it gets him out of uh, a, a kangaroo court trial where um, you know he's kind of being uh, trumped up. He has some trumped up charges and he basically gets out of it because they've mistreated him and you're not allowed to mistreat citizens. And many soldiers and veterans um, who are caught between God and country, um, they sometimes feel as though they're not supposed to feel, or they're supposed to feel shame about their service to our country or their um, support of its ideals, et cetera. Um, and so for them, and I think for anybody, our citizenship, our freedom, our secular freedom is good news. It's not the good news, but it is good news. It allows us to have things like first formation. It allows us to have um, the the privilege of not having to serve our nation in some way and just kind of Reap the rewards of our democracy without a whole lot of contribution um, and that I think is unfortunate um, that we live in a world where citizenship and freedom are so um, confused by, um, by many you know in the mainstream and i'm I'm coming through uh, you know, a more pacifist um, kind of filter through certain schools and conversations that I've you know engaged in. Um, But I think that it's still uh, important to point out um, that our citizenship is good news. Um, That as Christians, I don't think we should seek out suffering or seek out difficulty. Um, And we have freedom to worship in America, and I think that's good. Uh, Our citizenship is not something to be ashamed of. And our service, um, because it's so multifaceted, I don't think that it's um, uh, I don't think that it's fair um, for anybody to think that um, a service member, whether that's military or you know any branch of government or, or some kind of um, national service, I don't think it's fair to expect that that service was you know homogeneous, everybody's service is different, and the beauty of that service is that it contributes to our polis to our community in which citizenship uh, means very much uh, to have a certain kind of worldly freedom um, it's a double-edged sword but I do think that just as God gave humanity freedom to choose between good and evil uh, I am you know I, I do lean in that direction with some conservatives um, who favor um, you know empowering people to make their own wise decisions but also reigning in. Uh, that the capacity and, and, you know, we've seen the propensity for choosing evil instead of good. And so the freedom that military service um, helps secure um, is is complicated, and I think it, it can be something to be proud of. Um, and uh, to avoid falling into the trap of thinking about service and, and stereotypes and caricatures... Um, our citizenship is ultimately in heaven but that doesn't mean our worldly citizenship is somehow diametrically opposed uh, to our our heavenly citizenship Um, the so uh, that's the end of my reflection I did want to point out for um, regular listeners that um, I use anchor FM anchor.fm to record podcasts if you've ever listened to an episode after it aired, after the first 12 hours, 24 hours, I add an ad, an advertisement at the beginning of the podcast. And that's typically, that has been an advertisement for Anchor. Um, and I've, I've been disappointed in Anchor because it's, it's never given me different ad partners. And you don't make very much. I think in two years I've been doing this, I've made $150 maybe. Um, so I don't know that all... Continue to have ads, whether it's you know in my control or not. So instead, what I anticipate doing is um, for Ponder Exchange, which I'm hoping to release uh, by November 11th, we'll see um, another podcast, a little bit more interview based. I'm already recording promotions for that just for PewPewHQ stuff um, or kind of stuff in my, my current ecosystem. And so I'm going to be using those here as well. It won't be a paid advertisement, but it will be informational ways that you can connect with other um, facets of PPHQ and other ministry uh, with and for veterans. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I won't add it. I won't add one as I, as I don't add ads for the first at least 12 hours. Um, but if you come back and look later, you might hear an ad and going into the next liturgical year coming up in Advent, I'll probably be doing that um, as soon as, you know, I'll probably add the promotions um, for new listener. you know, for the first day. But they won't be paid, they'll just be information. Um, so I want to share that update uh, because I don't know what's going to happen with prior episodes. Um, but I appreciate you listening. Um, I, I hope that you'll share the podcast review it on apple itunes and other places and uh but most of all i hope that you continue to appreciate um anything that i have to offer and let me know how it is i might be able to improve it um and continue to to uh have it be meaningful and um, valuable for you and your your faith Prayer for Quiet Confidence from the Book of Common Prayer. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength, by the might of your Spirit lift us, we pray, to your presence where we may be still and know that you are God. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Have you ever wondered why I refer to myself as Brother Logan Isaac, or why you might see my name with an H-O-S-M after it? Well, that's because I'm a member of the Hospitallers of St. Martin, an ecumenical monastic community in the Episcopal tradition that focuses on prayer, hospitality, and reconciliation. Inspired by the life of soldier St. Martin of Tours, who was kicked out of the military after telling the emperor, I am the soldier of Christ. Hospitallers dedicate themselves as servants of Christ, the poor, and those who have been changed by war, poverty, or violence. Any Christian adult interested in entering our novitiate to become a professed hospitaller or to become an associate member of our community can learn more about our constitution, vows, and rule of life at IamTheSoldierOfChrist.org. Once again, that's IamTheSoldierOfChrist.org.